love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. Don't you just love a good love story? Love is like that. It's the light that is part of your life. It's unconditional. There's something there for all of us. There's hope that we can get through this and find some joy in our lives. He's always been the one. Self-love is a love story too. Those little sparks of joy are really important. Imagine someone making your biggest dream come true. It's important for people to understand that you're not alone. We love to be part of a Canadian love story. The love story never ends. Well, love is the most important thing. People always ask, why get married? And I always say that you gave me a life worth living, and that's what I love you. In everything I ever dreamed of for a husband when I was younger, you somehow managed to embody it. I love watching you grow as the incredible man that you are, and I just feel so lucky to be able to be the one beside you while you do it. Hi, everybody. I'm Nancy Regan. Welcome to season six of the Canadian Love Map. We are celebrating Valentine's Day with a classic love story belonging to media darlings Mark and Mandy. Who would have ever expected that a blind date would lead to a whirlwind romance, marriage, family, a syndicated TV show, and now an upcoming reality series? So what's the secret to their success? Apparently, it's all about love, on screen and off. This is the Canadian Love Map. Hi, Mark and Mandy. Hi, Nancy. Hey, how are you? I'm good, but I hear that you guys are in a kitchen renovation and your relationship is still going strong. So we thought you'd be the perfect couple for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Nancy, it's not just a kitchen renovation. The entire main floor of our house is demolished at the moment. You're still speaking to each other. That's yeah, right. They said, take your anger out on the house. <laughs> not your spouse. Not your spouse. It rhymes. It rhymes. Then there was a sledgehammer and it just one thing led to another. Man's advice with Mark and Mandy. Yeah, don't hold resentment. Just use a sledgehammer to the wall. Okay, I think you've got to use that slogan. <laughs> take your take your resentment out on the house, <laughs> not, the your house spouse. not your spouse. It's <laughs> really catchy. <laughs> don't yell at your spouse. Renovate your house. There we go. There we go. We got it all figured out now. So great. Okay. So I want to start at the beginning with you two and hear about what your lives were like pre Mark and Mandy. Very peaceful. (laughs) Mandy, just for that, I'm going to let you go first. (laughs) Thank you, Nancy. You go sit in your corner. <laughs> I'm in timeout right now. I want you to go back before the two of you met. Now tell me oh. what your lives oh. were like. It was very peaceful. <laughs> Same answer. Mandy, I'm going to talk to you now. I'm on timeout again. Sorry. 
been together for 12 years now. It's been a long time. Uh, when we met, I had just started my, my own career in the wellness industry. He'd been the editor of Canadian Home Trends Magazine for a few years at that point. And yeah, we were we're both, so young. We were pretty young. We were just actually it's funny in my Facebook memories today, our engagement picture popped up. And I was like, oh my gosh, we were such babies then. Yeah. Is this when we got engaged? Around this time? It's when we did our photos. Oh yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yes, I thought I missed an anniversary or something. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> what were your love lives like before you met each other? No, I mean keep it clean. Peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> it was very different when we met different. even when we sat down for the first time in that little coffee shop um that no longer exists you know it's like chiropractic office now <laughs> exactly so after your parents and everything um you get older you need a chiropractor it makes sense um but i i don't know it was like when we sat down you know you were beautiful that that was for sure um but it was like talking to an old friend and we we just talked for hours to the point where they were cleaning the coffee shop around us. We didn't even realize it was closed. And <laughs> girls are just standing by the shop, like holding their brooms and just smiling at each other and smiling as we're like, wow, we should probably leave. And if you've ever worked like retail or in the service restaurant, in any, any service industry, and you're those clients, you always want to go home. And they're just like, like when are they over? Like, let's go. So we were that couple. And we just kept talking and talking. And well, like we were we were in our early 20s when we met, right? Yeah. How did you meet before that? What brought you to that coffee shop? Blind date set up. <gasps> yeah. Oh, right on. So you never know. That could go a lot of ways, you know? It just worked out in our favor. That person is perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> so who was the friend slash culprit who set you up? One of my best friends. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it just happened to work out. I think we had to reschedule once, mm -hmm. but then it worked out. And I'm then always late. He's always no, Nancy. So I'm going to tell you something. This man is habitually late for everything. Okay. Everything. Really strong words. It is. He showed up on time from meeting to getting married. He was only ever on time twice. And the first was our first date. And the second was our wedding day because I looked at his best man at our rehearsal the dinner the night before and said, if he's not at the church before I am, I'm not marrying him. <laughs> My best man was so nervous. He kept saying like, like, Mark, let's go, let's go, let's go. You gotta get ready, you gotta get ready. I'm like, what? Like, you know, like, we're just gonna get there when we get there. He's like, no, we gotta go. And I couldn't figure out you've why he was of, so high strung that day. You've heard of island time? It's Mark. <laughs> well, yeah, your poor best man, his life had been threatened. Yeah. Before his eyes. That's right. That's right. He was and under he was duress. Well, so. She was in the dress and he was under duress. That's right. That's right. It rhymed. <laughs> Okay, so let's now explore that period of time between mm -hmm. when you were on time for your date and when you were on time for your wedding. What happened in that interval with your relationship? A whirlwind romance because from meeting to marrying was 18 months. Really? Not even getting yeah. engaged, but to marrying. Okay, yeah, yeah so you're going to definitely have to fill in some details there. So after we met in the coffee shop, we talked for hours. I drove home and I knew I wanted to marry her. Really? Yeah. Oh. I told my buddy, I was like, that's the one. But, you know, you can't really propose on the second date. because you know, <laughs> Awkward. Super creepy. So I had to wait and be patient. <laughs> so I waited about three months. To buy the ring. To buy the ring. And then uh, and then we got, we we got, got engaged, engaged six months. Yeah. So he, he proposed June 19th of 
2011. There's there's the there's the date. Ah. Now I have to change my password. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear about this proposal, please, because I oh. gather it was kind of an interesting story. You're not going to believe it, even when I tell you, Nancy. Like you're not going to believe it. So I was doing an online show at the time, and and we were at a concert with George Canyon. And I had done an interview with him and everything, and we were dancing. We'd stay for the concert afterwards. Yeah, we stayed for the concert. And then after that, uh, we drove to a private beach. We weren't supposed to be there. Um, <laughs> and we snuck on. But I, she's a maritime girl. So I'm like, if I'm going to propose, it's got to be by water. But in the prairies, trying to find a body of water is no easy task. So we settled for man-made lake. Yeah. Okay, but I, I have a quick question. Um, it's interesting that you prepped her with George Canyon, who is also a Maritimer. Right. Yes. That's so you right. got her in the stars, Maritime mood. This particular yeah. night, and you'll understand this in a minute, stars literally aligned. Oh, so okay. We, um, we had snuck onto this beach a couple months prior. We just spent the day on the beach, and we just had so much fun. It was so relaxing, and we had just such a great time. So I knew that that's where I wanted to propose. Obviously, you didn't have like the whales and all the fun stuff <laughs> in, a, in an ocean, but um, so we were walking along and um, the stars were out in full force that night. And that particular night happened to be a meteor shower, and there were shooting stars all over the place. Oh, wow! And so we're standing there, and I'm holding his hand, and I look up at a shooting star, and I looked at him. Or I was looking at the star and I said, make a wish. And when I looked at him, he was knelt in front of me with the ring box. <laughs> and I said, I wish you would spend the rest of your life with me. Wow. Really? <laughs> you, you didn't write that? No. This is true life? 100%. Wow. That is what happened. So, Mandy, I, I don't know if you can say no in a situation like that. <laughs> it's like the universe yeah. is conspiring. And I was trying to hide the ring, but it was really because they, they give you those bigger boxes for the engagement ring. So I was trying to hide it. But there was this massive box on the side of my head. <laughs> so I, like, I was looking up at the stars that's anyway. Right. That's right. She was distracted by the stars. So, Mandy, what was your reaction? Uh, shock and awe and crying. So Mandy told me that there is no way she wouldn't cry at our wedding. So I was expecting tears. You know, I was just expecting the whole waterworks. And then we got married. Not one tear. Not not Ooh. one, not even a little bit, not even a little bit of watery eye. I'm all like watery eyed. I'm like everything. I don't know. Like, I'm nervous. My makeup was done. Yeah. But at our yeah. funeral, <laughs> I made her was... cry. So... So oh. this past this past June was our 10th wedding anniversary and we eloped and we did a vow renewal on the beach in Victoria. Just him, myself, a photographer and an officiant. And he's and the real ocean and the real ocean. And I bought another wedding dress, everything. We had professional pictures done. And when the officiant asked if there was a ring or like, do you have rings? And I start to say no. And he went over and he surprised me with an anniversary band. And I cried then. Because um, I told her, I said, we we're not going to do rings. Like we all got married. I want to surprise her. It's hard to surprise someone you've been <laughs> married to for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I told her, no, like no rings, nothing. We'll just keep it simple. And then after that, I give her a ring. And then Yeah, it was very sweet. So you left the kids home for that trip. With grandma. <laughs> so it was like a honeymoon. It yeah. was very much. It was very much. And you know, there's something so special about, you know what? Not that your wedding day isn't special, but you don't know what you don't know when on your wedding day, right? And mm -hmm. when you do a renewal 10, 
20, 30 years later, to me, it's like, no, you're promising because you know, you know what you've been through. You've had hard times. You've had the good, bad, rich, poor, sick, and health all rolled into there. Yeah. It's quite the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're committing with full knowledge of, of what you're doing. hundred percent. Yeah. It's a, it's, and that we'll still do this together. Right. Yeah. And I think it's just different. And we wanted the first time we got married is um, cause we're so young. Right. So it's, it's a lot about the ceremony and the family and like everything around it. And we wanted our renewals to just be about us and no one else. So we say we elope. <laughs> That's why we say we elope. Cause we just wanted to be we have such busy lives and we're just always running around and, and it's hard not to like being a talk show host, not putting everyone first, you know, you put the staff first, you put everyone, we're, we're in, in everyone, the kids and everything. everything. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So it's not just work, it's family as well. Um, so we wanted to carve out that little bit of time that was just us. Yeah. So let's talk about the evolution from Mark being a broadcaster to both of you having a show. When it came to choosing a co-host to launch the Mark and Mandy show, you want somebody that that you have chemistry with. And I said, who better than your wife? And it just turned into something even bigger too, because then we were... Well, we're seven, eight years in now with the show. And and it created a different brand too, because we're that married couple where people get to tune in to the show and we're very real with them. You know, we laugh about things that we argued about or our kids are sometimes annoying and sometimes, sometimes. they're cute. And <laughs> thank God they're cute. All the ups and downs in between. Yeah. And even our new show on slice where we're basically building our family cottage, we wanted to kind of give a behind the scenes because the talk show, you know, we talk about a lot of things, but then we have guests on the show and everything. But we said, you know, why not have the cameras follow us, you know, for the good, the bad, and the ugly? And we said we would never build. We've renovated tons. We are renovating still. Yeah, because they always say it's the ultimate test to a marriage. And we're like, we're not sure if our marriage can take it. So let's not put it to the test until we're like, okay, let's put it to the test. <laughs> so. Back when it started, he, like you said, he had had an online show. And um, that's around the time that we met and got engaged. And we started working with with a local channel. And then from that point, decided to just jump, not even feet first, head first. Yeah. In. So we built our very own studio and then we launched on one uh, station and then we grew from there and launched another and another and another. Uh, now we're on seven stations across the country, 200 stations in the U.S. and also in the Caribbean. He won't let me shoot out of the Bahamas yet, but we're working. <laughs> wow. Yes, I, I, would, I would support you on that. So what was your original concept when you were sitting down over the kitchen table or wherever, figuring out what will this show be? What did you want to achieve? What What did you want it to be? I always had this vision of helping people. So we come from very humble beginnings. and. And we just wanted to give people some hope and basically give them um, a little bit of joy. And a lot of, like, honestly, a lot of the people that write into the show, they say that. They say, you know, I was watching the show and, you know, I was having a bad day and you made me laugh or something like that. I wanted to make basically it fun. The show concept is that my background is like design, renovation, building. And Mandy's like wellness, fashion and, and family content and food and cooking. And it comes together in order to basically have that well-rounded of all the interests. Just like together. a marriage does. Just like a marriage. <laughs> right on. So what was it like growing through that understanding how to work with each other 
on air. Was that just natural or did did it take a little bit of growing pains? You know what? I mean, with any new endeavor, I mean, you've had years of TV. You can understand this. Like, I think in some ways you think there has to be a certain persona. And we kind of, we, we had our own growing pains with it as well. As we grew, as we got comfortable with developing the show and the content, and then just even getting to the point of letting our own personalities, if that makes sense, our own personalities really start to shine through. That's yeah. when it started getting really comfortable. The more that we relax and the more that we realize that people just want to watch who we are as a couple and see that dynamic. And, and when we started having kids and we started talking about that, um, we had a lot of parents just relate went to through it. two pregnancies on this show. <laughs> and when we were going to reruns, people would write in and be like, is it pregnant again? And we're like, no, no, we're just. I'm reruns. glad we're at the point now when we do reruns that I'm not pregnant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she was pregnant forever. Like, So it's not only been growing the brand Mark and Mandy, but in a lot of ways, I feel like we've been growing as Mark and Mandy ourselves too. And I feel like mm-hmm. our viewers are also growing with us because, you know, 100%. when we're having kids, they were having kids and then like they're talking to us about their families and mm-hmm. when they weren't sleeping while, you know, the baby years, we weren't sleeping either. So, you know, that makeup was applied very heavily for those. <laughs> I never used to drink coffee until I had kids. And then now, you know, I definitely drink it. Yeah. So, and here you are, you are life partners and business partners do you, <laughs> this is a terrible question, <laughs> in the spirit of vulnerability that you were just talking about yes. and how it fosters real connection, do you ever get a break from one another? <laughs> do you ever need a break from one we another? We do every once in a while. So I'm an external processor and Mandy's an internal processor. So what happens is I talk everything out and she internalizes everything and then talks about it. Two days later. Two days later. <laughs> He's well over it. You know how frustrating it is as a husband for your wife to tell you two weeks later she was upset about something that happened two weeks before and you have no idea what it was? That's my life. Yes. Welcome to marriage. Right? <laughs> you know, especially though, since having kids, I mean, adding the dimension of motherhood, parenthood, fatherhood to the whole the whole realm of it. Um, he's He's been amazing from that standpoint, especially. No, you're amazing. You're like the rock star. I mean, <laughs> The groupie or something. I don't know. I'm just in the background. You're like, are you okay? I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm going. I'm going to Tim's. Bye. Oh, that is hilarious. We couldn't share the great stories that we do here on the Canadian Love Map podcast without the amazing support of Charm Diamond Centers. They are Canada's largest family-owned jeweler, and they're proud to be putting love on the map. The folks at Charm Diamond Centers are thrilled to be a part of your love story. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. So you guys are partners in life and business, but your business has grown a lot since you started it. Tell me about that evolution. What was it like at the beginning and how has it changed? Um, We definitely had a lot more spare time at the beginning. So we started out where we had Canadian Home Trends Magazine and then... Which we still have. Yeah, which we still have as well. So it's across the country. Then we wanted the magazine to come to life, which is how the Mark and Mandy show came about. Mm -hmm. And the magazine really focused more on like the renovation, building and interior design. And we figured, you know, a lot of our readers, they do more than just decorate and build a house and all of that. So they live in it and have lives. They have lives. So then we brought more of the lifestyle brands that complements each other. 
So we started out where we were only filming one episode at a time and it would take the whole day with the entire crew and everything. And then we went and it evolved to two episodes. Um, now we film five episodes back to back. Um, and I calculated it was like in a given day, we do like 30, 40 throws. And then it was like 25 in studio segments plus all the rest of the stuff. So like it's, it's a crazy amount of time. It's a crazy day. Like we have an amazing <laughs> team. And they just coordinate everything. So we walk into the studio and we just literally. We are, we are the faces of it, but it is definitely not just us. We have an amazing, amazing. We, well, they're our family. We call them our family um, behind us. Our team is just incredible. Yeah. And they really have our back. They make sure that we have everything that we need. And so then when we walk on set, we do our thing. And it takes a lot of planning. A lot of people, they don't realize that when they're watching the show, especially if they watch it live in studio. They're like, okay, well, you know, I didn't realize that so much went into it. Or we roll in something and then everything is like prepped. And even when we build a DIY, we'll have the finish that's all pre-styled and everything. And then mm -hmm. what I'll do is I'll have everything styled and then we'll take pictures and everything so that if I'm doing like a set, it's like if I'm doing a wardrobe change, then everybody knows how to set it all up. So everything is pre-styled that way. Plus then everybody that's uh, building the DIYs will build the finish one that's half done and all of the pieces. So we have to buy like three of everything. Oh, cool. So, so you call your team, your family, how big is your family now? How much has your family grown since the beginning? Quite a bit, quite a bit, because we have full-time film crews in Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, and Winnipeg. Plus we have our internal staff. And then we also then have the editors and everything. Plus we have the magazine staff. So it's quite a bit. And now that we have the two shows, the um the Mark and Mandy show that follows the cottage build plus our regular like it's a lot of moving parts a lot a lot a lot of moving parts but somehow it just comes worked. together yeah and is there a time of year that you really step away and just have time for yourselves Christmas yeah Christmas and then we do take about two weeks off during the summer too yeah so we try to we try to carve out that time um and then the other thing too is we try to um on weekends we try to kind of deconnect, uh, disconnect a little bit. So on the weekends, we try to just kind of like spend time together and go up to the cottage and, you and know, bake and And fun. one thing that that Mark and I are extremely intentional back to like the relationship aspect of it, Tuesday nights are date night, like set in stone. Everybody knows it. That is no matter nights. what. What do you love to do on date night? You know, it's so funny, you know, date night when you're dating could be, you know, you go out for dinner and everything and then they laugh because a date night when you're married, it's like sometimes it's like going to Home Depot or something or, or Rona yeah. or Lowe's, you know, like you're. Yeah. You like finding a restaurant that's a little more dimly lit and just quiet and just sit and just have that little bit of time to reconnect and just kind of refocus from everything that's going, everything else that's going on and just take those few moments together. So what we try to do is, so we have these rules on, on date night, we do not talk about work and we do not talk about kids. So what- and When you work together and yeah. have children together, you have to get really creative with your conversation. So like, how is your day? Wait, we, that's work. Yeah, you <laughs> so have to plan what, out your conversation and options ahead of time. So I'm all about loopholes, right? So what I did on one of the date nights is I started miming about work because I was like, I really need to talk about this external processor. So I, I need to miming. express like, myself. That's right. That's right. The sad thing is she knew exactly what I was talking about. So what do you love most about each other as a work partner? Let's start there. 
very good question because I want to laugh and say the things we love most about each other are probably also the things that annoy us the most about each other. There's a running joke in the office. He's the master multitasker. This this is the man who will have a thousand tabs open in his brain and where is the music coming from, right? Like that's him. <laughs> Sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he he can juggle so many things at any given moment that it just it it blows my mind some days. I look at him like, how do you do that? So I think the greatest thing about you know, a lot of people they look at us and they're like, I don't know how you work with your spouse. And I think we're very fortunate in a way. Like it's all about how you see a situation, right? Mm-hmm. What better than having somebody that has your back 100 yes. um, that sees the good, the bad, and the ugly and still shows up the next day. You never have to worry that they're going to be there or not. You know that they will be there. And it's kind of like one of those things, like we'll kind of juggle. So if one person is having a good day, the other one's may be having a bad day, we kind of step up and we help each other. I remember when we started the show, um, Regis Philman, like he said that no matter if it's a good day or a bad day, you know, sometimes it's snowing in New York and you still have to go on and, you know, entertain the audience. And it mm-hmm. always stuck with me uh, because that's exactly what it is. Like, no matter if we're having a good day or not, whether we're arguing or not, we have to step in front of the camera on a film day and we have to get those five shows done. And can I just say, we have perfected the art of arguing with our eyebrows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one has a full vocabulary with her eyebrows. Like... Full on argument. You have to realize that you know we went through two pregnancies, so like hormones and everything. And like, I, I had horrible, awful, miserable pregnancies, and I had postpartum oh no. depression and anxiety, and that mm-hmm. that's a whole other topic on its own. Um, yeah, it was it was really rough. So imagine you know Mandy, pregnant, crying in the dressing room, and like the the producer like we have to like we you we're on, and I'm just like just five minutes. Just five minutes and like, and you got to pull yourself together. And from the dressing room to the set, you have to put on your smile and then you have to make yourself believe that smile and then dig down deep and, and make people laugh and put yourself on the back burner. So like a vulnerable moment like that, like what better than have your spouse there and just like holding your hand and say like, we'll get through this. Like we just have two more shows left. And or, we will literally do that to each other someday. Like, okay, one more segment, one, one more shoot to do. We've got this. It's and almost it, done. And it's not that like, we don't love it. That's not, that's not what we're trying to say at all. It's like, we are just regular people. We have good days. We have yeah. bad days. So every show starts out with a host chat. Basically what we do is we just talk and we share life stories and we share about, you know, our marriage and what's, things, going, what's on. going on and what we're doing. And, and we try to just show people that we're just, Regular people. And so what we take those opportunities where we're having, you know, one of those, those moments where we have no sleep and we talk about it. And we laugh about it. We're not the only ones that, you know, the flu has been going around. Like, <laughs> we're not the only ones that had kids with the flu. And everybody's like, oh, gosh, I thought it was just me. <laughs> has that ever caused you to have a really emotional moment on air? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've definitely had our emotional moments. Yeah. Um, as much as we do like to keep the show lighthearted, it does have its vulnerable moments. Yeah. And I, and I find with like the, the new show is also even more vulnerable because like we wanted to really show more of that the reality, the reality of it. So instead of packaging it into three minutes and then it gets all packaged, we're like, no, we want that raw behind the scenes feel to it because we want to show them that we always talk about renovating and all that on the show, but we want to show them like, 
We understand what you're going through. We understand if you're We understand the financial struggles and the the pressure it puts on your relationship and everything and the struggles of dealing with the different trades and things going wrong on site and everything that goes along with it. So we just want to show everybody that it's okay and to show them that they'll get through it and it's just part of it and just stick together. Life goes on. Yeah. Okay. So what do you love about each other most as a love partner? Oh, he's so romantic. He is romantic to a fault, Nancy. Like, really? He's so, he's so sweet. <laughs> I read I read this quote once. It said that your partner should know how you take your tea, coffee, and alcohol, and at what point you need which. And that is him too. <laughs> That's him through and through. She has the patience of the saint. <laughs> oh. She is. She's so loving. I think you're the most loving person that I've ever met in my life. So sweet. And you are just so patient. And I'm like a busybody. And it's almost like, it's like that calm and the storm. Worrying to an Olympic sport. (laughs) Oh, I I could probably take you. and, (laughs) And I am very much like, you know what? It'll work out. It's all good. We'll get through it. I am the calm to, I always say that I'm the sales and he's the anchor and we're in the same, we're the same boat. And I'm a planner and she's and spontaneous. So trying to plan a trip, like I'm a planner, like I'll plan everything out. Like, I'd wake up and be like, hey, throw the kids in the car. Let's go. Figure it out on the way. <laughs> so, so we balance each other out because I finally open up our worlds because 100%. in a lot of ways, I try a lot of different things that I never thought I would. We very much balance each other out. And I think that's what keeps a spark going in a relationship is if I wanted to marry someone like me, I would have, but I'd have killed them a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) And we're really intentional as well because we're so busy. Yes. So we're intentional on communicating, making sure that... Making time for each other. Making time for each other. And also kind of like, yeah, exactly. Carving time away from all of the craziness, just to kind of reconnect. That may be it, but I was I was just going to ask you, what's your advice for other married couples? You know, what's the secret to a good marriage? Intention. I think it really comes down to a lot of intention. And never think that you can stop working on your marriage. A lot of times what we think is like, you know, after it, five years, after seven years, after 10 years, like we should just... It we, should get easier. It should get easier. But I think you have to wake up every morning and choose to love that person. And everybody always thinks that, you know, you just automatically, but you know, there are going to be days where you have a new baby and, you know, they're screaming through the night and you wake up to that person. (laughs) They've been up half the night. You've been up half the night. And they're staring at you like they want to kill you because they've been all up all night with the screaming baby and you flip the pillow over your head. Been there, done that. (laughs) Whether you're going through the trenches, it doesn't really matter. You're just choosing that, that partner to spend your life with them. And you have to be friends first. I always go back to if you think the grass is greener on the other side, you need to water your own grass. Yeah. And that's what we, we water each other's grass. Okay. This is a G rated show. (laughs) Not saying saying that, you know, we're perfect by any means, but intention's been a big part of it. And I think that's just been almost out of necessity, simply from the fact of how busy we are because it's very easy and no matter where you are in life, it can be very easy to take your partner for granted and just assuming that they'll be there. It's okay. But 
no, you have to still remind them that you love them and, and you're together for a reason. And everyone will change. That's the other thing too. If you don't change, there's trouble actually. Right. You know, we're yeah. all supposed to grow and change. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and accept that person for who they are as they change. Right. Yeah. So I've got a Valentine's gift for you two because you're oh. so busy. I want to give you an opportunity right now to stop and give a message to the other person this Valentine's Day. And Mark, I'm going to make you go first because you're reputed to be extremely romantic. Right now, you need to deliver a spontaneous message to Mandy. Mandy, my love, I think that, you know, people always ask why get married or, you know, what's what's great about it. And I always say that you gave me a life worth living and that's what I love you. And I will spend the rest of my life showing you that. You may kiss the bride. Oh, <laughs> Mandy, go for it. In everything I ever dreamed of for a husband when I was younger, you somehow managed to embody it and so much more. And I love watching you grow as my husband, father of our babies, and just as the incredible man that you are. And I just feel so lucky to be able to be the one that's beside you while you do it. And, and I have a great tan. And you have a great <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Mic drop. Um, <laughs> Nancy has left the call. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Nancy's gone off to have a little weep for a while. Listen, the, the one thing I think I need to ask you, what is the future for the Mark and Mandy show? And, and oh. I mean that both both on air and off. I think that we're the type of brand that we never stop evolving and changing. I think one of the the hardest parts for us this year was to learn how to juggle both shows. Filming two shows simultaneously, and one of them is also managing a massive build. That was very hard. That was. But I think we learned a lot on just managing our time, being intentional, involving the kids in the craziness as well so that they learn along the way. And we tried to... Like for their kids, we just try to leave with exa by example, just showing them exactly that. Like life's not always easy, but you get through it by laughing lots and and you know. And and we keep going. Like we're so excited. This the cottage build is releasing on Slice on February twenty fifth as a four part series, and we're super excited about it. And I and mean, we have a wedding episode. We as have well. our our wedding episode coming up. Oh, like yeah. we've we've got a really big big exciting year ahead of us and we're really excited and you know at home mark and mandy i just want to live through this renovation <laughs> <laughs> thank you both so much for doing this i really thank appreciate you for it having us nancy. Thank you, nancy i am entertained and excited about your success and i can't wait to thank see you. what comes next oh thank you for having us thank you this was a lot of fun Thanks for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. And if you want to help us spread the love even more, rate and review our podcast. It makes such a difference. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.